Nintendo. It's a name we all know, but what does it mean? Who was the real Super Mario? And why is one of the most famous apes in history named Donkey? Strap on your power gloves. We're super smashing our way through the names of Kyoto's favorite video game company. A name for everything, but what's in a name? The name of this host is Eric Goldstein, and the name of the show is Namely. We begin our story way back in the... We begin it in... We begin... Erica! God, what? I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm looking after my niece this evening. Say hi to everyone, Erica. Whatever. Erica, Uncle Eric is going to be recording his show for the next few minutes. So if you could wait and play your little game later. Little game? God, you sound just like Mom and Todd. These little games are my life. I'm a gamer. Look at my shirt. What does it say? Uh, it's it's just a picture of the Joker from Batman, uh, dressed like Gandalf from the Lord of the Rings. And what does it say under that? <laughs> Gamer. That's right. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm trying to get the high score on Super Uncle Bonder 5000. It's a game where you try to bond with your uncle over familial love and common interests. Erica, I'm proud of you. Yep. I sure gets the dopamine flowing. Hey! You may like video games, Erica, but did you know that one of the biggest names in the industry wasn't always a game company? If I say yes, will you give me my game back? Nope. Kobe! Whoops. Uh, I, was, I was aiming for the chair. Anyway, our story begins in Kyoto, Japan, 1889. Don't you mean 1989? No, Erica. Nintendo actually became as a card company more than a century ago. The name is commonly assumed to mean leave luck to heaven, but can actually be alternatively translated to mean the temple of free Hanafuda, a style of Japanese playing cards. Watch, here comes a customer now. Yes, hi. I'm sorry, but I think there's something wrong with my playing card. Oh, yeah. Let me take a look at it. Oh, uh, here's the problem. You have to blow on it first. <sighs> Here you go. It'll work now for some reason. I thought we were in Japan. Why are all these people speaking English? Uh, don't worry about it. Nintendo had many obstacles throughout the years uh, due to the niche nature of their market and the fallout of World War II. They had to adapt and expand. And so, in the 1960s and 70s, they began experimenting with new ventures. From the brilliant minds at Nintendo, it's Nintendo Instant Rice. If you want rice prepared even quicker, you'll have to eat it straight from the bag, like this. Yep, Nintendo Instant Rice. From the creators of the Nintendo Vacuum Cleaner, Nintendo Taxi Company, Nintendo Chessboard, Nintendo Mahjong, Nintendo Telescope, Nintendo Roulette Wheel, Nintendo Lightbeam Gun, Nintendo Ultra Hand, Nintendo Love Machine, and the Nintendo Love Hotel. Wait a minute. What is a Nintendo Love Hotel? I, 
I would tell you, Erica, uh, this is a family show. So we're just going to close this door here and never speak of it again. Pretty interesting stuff so far, right? I guess. You see, there's a big world out there when you're not playing video games all day. I think that you and most other people can really appreciate an educational podcast like this one. My Twitch channel has 12,000 subscribers. How many subscribers does your podcast have? With the rise of the arcade cabinet in 1970s, Nintendo decided to once again try their hand at a new market. The Nintendo toaster oven. No! Why don't you try making a video game? A video game, huh? Well, it can't be harder than making a toaster. Uh-oh. One of Nintendo's first video games was an arcade shooter called Radar Scope. But unfortunately, it was a commercial failure in the West. Because of this, Nintendo of America begged Nintendo of Japan to come up with a game to restock the unused Radar Scope cabinets. All right, nerds, I've got barrels of money here for the first one of you to come up with a fun video game. Okay, what if it's like Pong, but you're the ball? It's a platformer where you play as an elephant who's afraid of heights. So in the game, you have to try and bond with your uncle? None of these ideas are good. These barrels of money are worth nothing now. Oh, it makes me so mad I could just... Ugh! Wait, that's it. That's Shikuru Miyamoto an animator with an interest in manga and the story beats of Western television. By putting a story into a game, he created a smash hit known as Donkey Kong. That's right, Erica. Kong is common slang for gorilla in Japan. Miyamoto came up with the name Donkey by looking in a Japanese to English dictionary and finding what he believed would translate to stubborn or stupid. I personally find the title to be quite puerile. Look, Erica, it's Donkey Kong himself. Charmed, I'm sure. He doesn't seem very stupid to me. The common curse of mankind, folly and ignorance, be thine in great revenue. Troilus and Cressida. I've never played Troilus and Cressida. Is it like Ratchet and Clank? You poor child. And somehow I'm the donkey. I don't know why I came here. This was, for all intensive purposes, a waste of my intellect. Don't you mean for all intents and purposes? Wow. Donkey Kong does not like to be corrected. With Donkey Kong arcade cabinets seeing a worldwide release, it was up to executives over at Nintendo of America to name their protagonist. Okay, he's got a hat and a mustache. What about Mustache Jack? Oh, Hattie McGee. What about Tony Pickles? Or Tommy Salami? You know we're not allowed to talk about Tommy Salami. We never should have made a mascot for those hotels. Seriously, what's with the hotels? Never mind that. Uh-oh. Here comes Nintendo of America's landlord, a no-nonsense Italian-American man named Mario Segale. Well, well, well. A mother Mr. Segale, we're so sorry. We, we know that the rent is a bit late, but- You think of this as a game? You wanted to play a game with the Mario? I've been a pretty patient with the you. We know. Thank you, Mario, but, but your rent check is it's, it's in another warehouse, see? Now you are making me get my hammer. No, Mario, don't smash up the office! Mario, please don't hurt us! Woohoo! Mario, number one! Oh, 
Mario was named after a landlord that yelled at executives for missing a rent check? That's right. That doesn't seem right. Why would they reward somebody who was so mean to them? Because I, a daughter player of video games, people always used to say, Mr. Sigale, how is your day? Now everybody always says, Mario, where's Yoshi? Mario, do you like mushrooms? I have to live with it until I die in the breath. That poor, poor stereotype. Well, I guess it worked out for Nintendo. Well, it was looking that way. Donkey Kong was a hit, but there was just one more snag in the plan. Universal Studios. So let me get this straight. It's a big monkey with a broad on his arms climbing up a bunch of scaffolding until he finally falls off? I remember that story. When I saw it in King Kong! That's Sidney Scheinberg, president of Universal City Studios in 1982. Scheinberg also tried to heavily pressure producers to retitle the movie Back to the Future to Spaceman from Pluto. What does that have to do with anything? Well, nothing. It's just uh, names. I, I really like names. May I continue? Oh, uh, sure. We got ourselves a lawsuit on our hands. You hear that, Nintendo? Universal Studios will see you in video game court. <laughs> All rise for the Honorable Judge Pac-Man. Waka waka. This court is now in session. Waka waka. For the plaintiff's case, I call on the prosecutor, Bowser. <laughs> Your Honor, this is an open and shut case. The video game Donkey Kong is nothing more than a ripoff of Universal's King Kong. Flame ball, flame ball, axe it is the opinion of the plaintiff that all production of the video game Donkey Kong must cease entirely. <laughs> waka waka, will the stenographer please read back that last part? Waka waka. Waka waka, I don't recall all of those swear words. Waka waka. How was work today, dear? Did you start that big Nintendo case? I had to spend all day in video games. Link didn't say a word. I don't know how I'm supposed to help the defendant at all. That's a shame. You know how John Jr. loves those games. Sorry, what are we doing here? Why are we watching a sad lawyer? Huh? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, uh, I, I was distracted. Uncle Eric, I respect you. Oh, come on. You're playing Uncle Bonder 5000. I can stop when I want to. It's just... The dopamine! Hey! Please finish the story! Alright, alright. Boy, our window budget is taking quite a hit this episode. Waka waka! Well, unless the defense has any more arguments, I think that this game is over. Waka waka! I don't know if I have anything. I'm sorry, old chap. You did your best. Thanks, Donkey Kong. I just wish I was a better lawyer. Our doubts are traitors and make us lose the good we oft might win by fearing to attempt. Two gentlemen of Verona. Actually, I'm pretty sure that's from measure for measure. Just had to come and see for myself. You a stupid.
I say a goodbye to your company. You have got the camcorder. I got it, brother. Zoom in on the stupid paralegal's face. I'm not a paralegal. I'm a defense attorney. Paralegal, a defense attorney. You're all the same. All of the same? All of the same. Wait a minute. Your Honor, I have a defense. Waka waka. This better be good. Waka waka. Your Honor, ladies, gentlemen, and lemmings of the jury. Universal has no ownership to the basic plot outline of King Kong. In fact, in 1975, they successfully sued RKO Pictures for the rights to produce a remake based on the argument that it should be in the public domain. <gasps> oh, that may be, but the fact is that we're the owners now. But that's the thing. It's all the same. Big monster kidnapping a beautiful woman and forcing a hero to come and save her. That's been done for centuries. Every idea is an adaptation. Look at video games. Galaga is just Space Invaders. Ms. Pac-Man is just Pac-Man. River City Ransom is just Double Dragon. The only game that isn't anything is Dig Dug, and nobody likes Dig Dug. If Universal wanted to make Donkey Kong, they should have made Donkey Kong. But that game belongs to Nintendo. Has the jury reached a verdict? Waka waka. We sure have, Your Honor. By the way, you can't tell from my voice, but I am the frog from Frogger. Not guilty. Sir, you just saved our company. Anything you want, and it's yours. Just doing my job. Oh, you know what? There is something. My son really likes those video games of yours. Really? Well, take this. It's a prototype, but we're hoping they take off. It's called the Game Boy. You can play some puzzle games on it now, but we're hoping for a full library in a few years. Huh. I'll take it. It has made me father of the year. John Jr. is going to be so excited now that there are video games in the Kirby household. Huh, that's funny. What is it? Oh, nothing. It's just that there's actually a video game character named Kirby. Wait, really? That's why they named him Kirby? That's right, Erica. The character Kirby was named after John Kirby, the prominent civil rights lawyer who led Nintendo's defense in this very lawsuit. He passed away in 2019, but he and his family were always proud of the honor. That was a heck of a case, Kirby. Want to grab lunch? Now that you mention it, I could eat just about anything and everything right now. Lead the way, Crash Bandicoot Thompson. Wow, I never knew that. You know, Erica, if I didn't know any better, I'd say you liked the podcast. Me? Shh, no, of course not. Educational podcasts are lame, but... If you needed help on another one, maybe I could help? Maybe next time, Erica. But that's all we have for you today. Thanks for listening, and remember, you can hate the player, but never hate the name. Until next time. This episode of Namely was written by Ryan Costello and directed by Jared Lively. You heard the fantastic voices of Lily275 Noel Suchia Jared Lively Nick Joston Deanna Marie Ryan Costello Elise Van Dyne Adi Cabral, Ian Sorensen, and Eric Goldstein. Namely is produced in beautiful Reno, Nevada by Ryan Costello and Eric Goldstein. It features sound design by Ryan Costello and original music, including our theme song by Stephen Albert. If you have questions, comments, or an idea of the name you'd like us to explore in a future episode, send us an email. Our address is namelypodcast at gmail.com. On behalf of everyone at Pinky Pants Productions, thanks for listening. 
and Neymar.